What is going on, beautiful people of the world? My name is Garrett Wolf, and I am the host of the number one podcast for people who are trying to go from skinny fat to fitness free. I've built my body over the last eight years through trial and error, and in the last three years, I've helped hundreds of online clients shred unwanted fat and embody the best version of themselves. Now, let's jump right into today's show. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Garrett Wolf Podcast. This is the number one show for people who are trying to go from saggy flabs to six-pack abs, all without giving up the most enjoyable aspects of their life. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about strengths versus weaknesses, all right? So recently, I asked my brother if he could mention to me the top three strengths and the top three weaknesses that he thinks I have. And this is something that I think everybody should do because it comes back with some pretty staggering, some pretty crazy kind of interesting feedback. And so this one's not going to be really like a more or less like a motivational fitness type of thing. This is going to be more of like a dive into your mind and figure out who you are type of podcast. So in any case, if at any point during this episode, you think what I have to say is valuable or you like what I have to say, then please screenshot my face, share it to Instagram stories, tag me at underscore Garrett Wolf, and I will reshare it to my story and send you a free gift. Other than that, guys, we're going to hop right into it today. This is the three strengths and the three weaknesses that my brother thinks I have. So you guys, I encourage you to message or, you know, to DM, hit up or ask in person someone who, not just anyone, right? Someone who is close to you, someone who you maybe look up to, someone who you consider a mentor or someone that you maybe want to embody in the future because, you don't just want to ask anyone. I wouldn't ask someone that I wouldn't, you know, like think that they know a lot about me or think that they might have some insights that I might not know about myself because you might be too close to the trees to be able to see the forest, right? You're kind of just the one living your life. You're kind of the one spectating your life. You're not really the one able to see the whole story. So we're going to hop right in. I have a list right here on this here sticky note of the top three strengths and the top three weaknesses that he wrote out for me um, because I think it's really interesting actually because there's kind of some insights that I want to give you guys into my mind, into my life because the strengths are kind of really interesting. The weaknesses are more or less kind of true. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We're going to dive in. So the number one strength that he believes I have is my confidence and lack of care for what other people have to think. Now, this is <laughs> this is crazy, actually. This is super interesting because um, if you know my story, for a long time, I was kind of a confident, little cocky kind of shithead, right? I guess up until I was about maybe like 10 or 11 years old, I was like a cocky, pretty confident kind of like shithead. I would kind of act up in class, right? I would kind of be the class clown, kind of try to make everybody laugh, kind of be cracking jokes everywhere, not really caring about other people's feelings, kind of cracking jokes, making fun of kids, making fun of other people just to get a cheap laugh, being funny, just trying to be cocky, confident, kind of the center of attention kind of guy, right? And so this is interesting. That was up until I was about 10. But then, you know, ages 10 to about 19, 20, even into my 21 where I am now, I did struggle with a lot of confidence issues with a lot of, you know, social anxiety, anxiety of doing things like going on lives, even anxiety of following my dreams, following my passions, anxiety when it comes to a lot of things. I did struggle with a lot of anxiety, but I can remember when this started was... 
um, more or less when I kind of got out of middle school and I moved, you know, here to Massachusetts around age 13, 14, right? And then I went into a Sudbury High School and then I went off into actual high school. So this is kind of something that's kind of interesting because I struggled with confidence and, you know, self-belief for a long time. And I can remember watching YouTube videos of like, you know, you guys ever seen those YouTube videos of those guys who walk around on the street um, and kind of like serenade girls? I don't even really know what serenade means. I guess it's like sing them a song. They kind of walk around and serenade girls, right, with a guitar and kind of sing them songs. And I used to look up to those guys and I would be like, how the hell did these guys get the confidence to do that? You know, I would be shitting my pants. My heart would be beating. My heart would be racing. My palms would be sweating and I would not be able to sing and play the guitar in front of these women like he is and I used to think that was super cool so I would watch these kind of YouTube videos and study them and try to build my confidence and I would study them and try to try to embody the confidence and just try to really lift myself up so it's really interesting that the number one thing on this list my biggest strength he believes is my confidence and lack of care what other people think this is interesting because he put that as my strongest strength right but for the majority of my life that was one of my biggest weaknesses until I decided to start working on it. And what I did was just mass exposure because I really did struggle, especially into high school. Um, I struggled a lot with just social scenes, like talking to people, even talking to some of my best friends, talking to girls, right? Talking to anyone, teachers, anyone, even though I used to be the class clown back in like elementary and middle school, when it came to high school and really kind of getting into the social scene, I really did struggle with talking to people and making friends. And this could be due to, you know, moving around a lot. I've lived in five different states. So I was moving around a lot. I had to get good at being the center of attention, but I was never good at one-on-one -on -one talking to people or talking in a group setting or talking to girls, especially this was something that I really struggled with. So how did I solve that problem? Mass exposure. All I did was I kind of just ran into it head first, kind of like a rhino, right? Ran into it, into the anxiety head first, just kind of, you know, the difference between people think that people who are brave, they don't feel fear, right? And this is a, this is completely incorrect. People that are brave feel fear and they move forward anyway. So even before this live stream, guys, I'm not immune to it. And I don't think you ever will be before this live stream. I was getting a little anxious too, because I'm going live in front of 25,000 people. I'm recording myself on a topic. I don't have a script. I come up with it on the dome. All I have is this fucking like two inch by two inch uh, notepad with a couple things that my brother said on it. And then I go into this pod kind of raw and I just do it. I just tell you guys what's on my mind and that's a little bit nerve wracking and it can be, but all I do every single day, I mean, this is episode 26. Actually, I believe this is episode 27 of going live every single day, doing a podcast every single day, because that's what I said I was going to do. And really, I mean, that's kind of just hand in hand with integrity. It's like, who do you think, what kind of person are you? Like in my head, I want to, to be the kind of person that follows his goals, follows his passions, follows his dreams and is dedicated to his craft. And one thing that I need to be able to do to do that is talk in front of people and is to kind of spread my mindset and spread my knowledge. And so I know going live is going to help me do that. Recording a podcast every day is going to help me do that. And so despite the fact that I woke up this morning a little bit scared to hop on live as I do every morning, I set up my microphone, I set up my camera and I pressed record and I pressed go live on Instagram and I sat down and here we are. And that's just kind of how it is, right? 
And that's how you get through these fears is just mass exposure. I reckon by episode 100 or 200, we probably won't fear that, feel that fear that much anymore, right? Because as we all know, we get better at things the more we do them. So the first few times I'm doing it, I get a little bit better. First few times I'm doing it, get a little bit better, right? You might get 80% better than 70, then 60, 50, 40. And then you're at a point where you're only getting kind of one, 2% better every single time. But again, the mass exposure around 100, 200 episodes, I reckon that fear is going to be pretty much almost gone. But like I said, I don't think that it's ever going to be gone because that's the difference, guys, between someone who's brave and someone who is kind of a coward is that a coward runs from their fear. They kind of hide in the corner and someone who's brave, they feel the fear and they enact anyway. They enact in parallel to who they believe they are, right? Something I said to my family the other day is that I believe I heard this from Tony Robbins and I find it to be incredibly true is that the strongest force in the human psychology is the need to live in parallel with your own self-image. So who do I believe I am? I believe I'm the person that I want to become. I believe I'm the person that wants to be, you know, the biggest fitness influencer, one of the biggest coaches in the world. I want to be an author. I want to have books. I want to have millions of followers. I want to have a big YouTube channel. You know, I want all these things and all these things are terrifying, right? They scare the shit out of me, but if I don't move forward, then I'm not living in parallel with my own self-image and that is the strongest force in the human psychology. So, that's just super interesting. That's my spiel on number one, because, you know, my biggest strength, he said, was my confidence and lack of care what other people think. But I struggled for like 15 years with confidence and caring, literally ca directly caring what other people think. And the way I got over that was mass exposure and living in parallel with who I believe I want to become. And that brings me into number two. He says my number two strength is my courage and dedication towards my passions and this is interesting. This is really, really interesting because I struggled with imposter syndrome for a long time. I struggled with, um, you know, being somebody who could be an authority, being somebody who can be someone who gives other people advice, being someone who other people can frame their life after. I've always been um, very competitive, right? I've always been someone who wants to be number one even when I was playing video games for the longest time and I was trying to become like a pro gamer that's exactly it right I was playing video games recreationally but that led me into wanting to be a pro gamer because I didn't just want to play games to have fun I wanted to play games to freaking win I wanted to play games to dominate right I was playing games from 12 to 16 hour days and I did get the highest rank in almost every video game I played I say almost I got the highest in one of them I, I played three main games if you guys are curious I mean let's just be fully transparent I played a game called Valorant I played a game called League of Legends League of Legends and I played a game called Counter-Strike Global Offensive so, so for anybody who knows those games holla at your boy I was kind of a uh, connoisseur of these games, right? I played the shit out of them. And my highest rank in Valorant, I believe, was Diamond 3. So this was two ranks away from the highest rank. My highest rank in League of Legends was Diamond 2. I think that's three ranks away from the highest rank. And my highest rank in CSGO was Global Elite, right? The highest rank. This was pre-update for anybody who's wondering. But anyway, that's besides the point. So I did get the highest rank in CSGO. This is a fact. Um, and so again, my dedication and passion towards my goals is something that I've kind of always had. It's something I've always more or less embodied. I've always been super competitive. And I think this kind of sparks from my competitive nature. And I think competitivity, right, is something that 
um, intrinsically a lot of men have because it's kind of an ultimately competitive world for men out there, right? We have to select what we want to do. We have to improve our value. We have to select kind of our destiny. We have to select what kind of, you know, girl we want. Cause it's not like girls are coming up to us and asking us out. I don't know about you guys. That's never happened to me, but we have to kind of pick what girls we want to, you know, kind of go up to and approach and, you know, select. And it's kind of an ultra competitive world out there. And I think my competitive mindset sort of comes from that. It sort of, sort of stems from that, but it also sort of stems from, um, point one, which is like being the class clown, being someone who wants to be kind of noticed by everyone. And that stems from just moving everywhere all over the place, right? I've lived in five states and I needed to be able to make friends, you know, pretty well. I needed to be able to have a uh, kind of strategy to make friends. And my strategy was just being the best, the funniest, the coolest guy, right? I was trying to be the guy, like, you know, I was trying to be the guy that everybody wanted to be. So I was the class clown making everyone laugh. I was the one that didn't care about grades. I was the one when they would hand out the homework assignments, I'd crumple them up and I'd be like, guys, watch this. I'd crumple it up and throw it into the trash. I'd be like, I don't care about homework, <laughs> right? Like super funny guy. And that's just come from my ultra competitive instincts. And it just comes from my kind of need to be noticed, right? Which is kind of interesting. We're talking about strengths, but the interesting thing about these strengths is that they all stem from inner weakness, which is like the need to be noticed or the need to be liked, the need to have friends. They all stem from that. All these strengths stem from the need to cover up one of those past kind of weaknesses, right? So that's super interesting, I thought at least. So going into number three, he says, my open-mindedness and willingness to learn. This one is crazy, right? Because as I just mentioned, I was a fucking shithead student, right? This is a fact. I failed every single class in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade in middle school. I failed every single one. I didn't pass a single one. You need like, you need what, like a C plus or like a C, like a 70 or no, it was a 65. I remember it was like a D. You needed like a D plus, like a 65 or higher to pass classes in middle school, right? I failed every single one. I got below a 65 in every single class in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. This is a fact. I wish I could dig up my records. I really do. Because nobody believes me when I say that. But this is 100% a fact. I literally failed every single class in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And so it's funny. He says one of my my biggest strengths is my willingness and open-mindedness to learn. And yet, I was a shithead student, right? I didn't give a fuck about learning all those things. I didn't care about learning, you know, English. I didn't care about learning math. I didn't care about learning the quadratic formula. I didn't care about equations. I didn't care about writing essays. I didn't care about any of that shit. What I cared about, what I always cared about was just being liked, was just, again, so stemming from a weakness. What I always cared about was just having friends, having people to rely on, having people to spend time with, having relationships, building friendships was something I always cared about. And maybe that stems from some sort of inner weakness that I haven't been able to identify. But we're talking about strengths and how, you know, they come from inner weakness. This is really like, it's kind of like a therapy session, right? When you go to therapy, they kind of dive into your childhood and figure out like why you're so fucked up. I've had a lot of time on my hands to brainstorm. And so I've kind of figured out these nuances by myself. But, you know, nowadays, I, I love learning. You can see in my bio, I'm dedicated to self-long improve, like lifelong improvement because I do love learn. I love just getting better. I love progress. I love progression. And I think it's finally because I'm out of school. I'm finally not caring about making friends. I'm finally not caring about being liked, being the class clown, getting a ton of attention. Although me saying that here now, 
I guess I'm still kind of after attention, right? That's why we're on the live stream. That's why we're posting like a million pieces of content to the internet every single day is because we are ultimately after attention. But I think it's for a different reason now. I think it's because attention right now is the most valuable currency to me. At least this is what I think. Attention is the most valuable currency in the world right now because money, you know, is so slowly declining. Money is becoming more and more worthless and cryptocurrencies are coming out. We're trying to kind of destabilize the dollar, right? So I think attention is the most valuable currency, and that's why I'm trying to snatch up as much attention as I possibly can. It's not so much that I want to be liked, or it's not so much that I want... I, it is kind of that I want people to know me, though. It's not really that I want them to like me anymore, but it is kind of that I want to be known so that I can spread my message and spread my knowledge. And So that's just kind of interesting. It stems from a weakness of wanting to be liked in school or wanting to be the center of attention in school. But now I'm doing it to kind of try to help people, to try to spread my knowledge, my wisdom, and also to take care of my friends and my family. Because if you can get a bunch of attention, you can monetize it and turn it into real currency, right? And that kind of ultimately leads to freedom. So I thought that was pretty cool. The number three um, strength that I have is my open-mindedness and willing to learn and willingness, excuse me, to learn. So I think this is something that everybody should, should adopt, you know, a willingness to learn is pretty cool. I think school definitely shuts down a lot of people's willingness to learn. School makes it, makes people think that they don't like learning, but it's actually in fact that you just don't like all this boring ass shit that they teach you in school, right? It's like, I don't care about English. I don't care about essays. I don't care about any of that shit. So you have to find something that you want to learn about. You have to find something that you care about. And then you have to kind of dedicate yourself to learning about that and the kind of lifelong improvement with that in mind. And I think that's something that could be very valuable for a lot of people. Don't give up on learning just because school kind of fucked you over like it did me. Now let's get into the weaknesses because the weaknesses are also kind of a, a crazy kind of mind fuck. So the weaknesses sometimes rude and aggressive tonality there's no uh, there's honestly no kind of nuance to this one this one is just 100% true right my, <laughs> my whole family kind of struggles with tonality issues and tonality problems um tonality is something i've worked on for a long time though i've i've worked on my tonality my expression my hand movements, my ability to talk. But one thing I haven't worked on is my condescending tonality, my tonality when I'm motivating people, my tonality when I'm trying to embody a coach, right? When I'm trying to be a coach, trying to teach people something, teach people a lesson. I can often come off as condescending or come off as aggressive or like, you know, dur, 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 you do this or else you're kind of like bad, right? You do this or you're, or you're not right, you know, like me. And I think this is something that I definitely need to work on, a kind of a more neutral tonality when teaching a lesson to someone because people don't follow people based on what they say. People follow people based on what they do, right? A leader is someone who leads by example, not someone who tells people what to do. That's more of a dictator, right? And that was one reason why I hated those shithead teachers in school was because they would always be like, do it this way, do it my way, or it's wrong. And so I think I need to work on that tonality and really make it dial it in so that I'm not being condescending or aggressive, but I'm more being inspiring and motivating and maybe tie that together with some um, of my own life experience and my own kind of frameworks and thought patterns rather than telling someone prescribing an issue I need to show them and lead by example. And so this is something that's kind of super interesting. I definitely need to work on my coaching tonality. So that was my number one weakness. But my number two weakness is my quickness to accept or repeat new info, forming my personality around it. Now, I agree with what he said, but I disagree with the fact that that's a weakness because 
I think that I do this 100% on purpose. And I do this because when you hear something that you agree with and you teach it to somebody else, you retain 90% more of the information. So when I learn something that's like, whoa, like blows my mind, this is something that can completely change my life, completely change my reality. Like, like the Tony Robbins quote, like the Tony Robbins quote, the thing that says, the strongest force in the human psychology is the need to live in parallel with the person that you believe you are, right? Your own self-image. So I say this all the time now. I teach this all the time now. I have a list in my phone of what I call goat quotes, right? Because I have all these quotes that I hear. And when I hear these new pieces of information or these goat quotes, I write them down and I try to tell them to someone. I try to teach them to someone because that cements them into my life. That cements them into my brain. And it does form my personality around it. But I do not believe that this is a weakness the only way this could be a weakness is if you know you're, you're spewing like I don't even if you're spew, here's the thing though even if you're spewing misinformation I was gonna say it could be a weakness if you're spewing misinformation but if it's misinformation you're gonna find out in the long run anyway so it's better to teach it it's better to learn it it's better to embody it teach it to someone figure out that it's misinformation and then figure out the real answer because if we're trying to get to the bottom of this anyway if we're trying to get to the real answer the root cause anyway then you need to go down that rabbit hole and face the failures head on I think it would be stupid to cower and be like, oh, what if this is misinformation? I don't want to tell this to someone because it could be wrong, right? I could be wrong. Someone could make a fool out of me and say, this is misinformation. This is wrong. This is incorrect. But I would rather, right? This is a quote that I came up with. I would rather face the, what is it? I would rather face the I'd rather face the consequences of a million failures than endure the regret of a million what ifs, right? This is a this is a concept that I came up with when I was laying in my bed, actually one of my very own organic quotes. And so I would rather get to the root cause, the root answer, the actual truth by going through failures and becoming embarrassed and making a fool out of myself and being a clown so I can get to the bottom of it, so I can get to the truth quicker. And so I believe that this actually isn't a weakness. However, I believe this is a strength. I think this is something more people need to do rather than cower, kind of sit in the corner and be like, oh, this could be wrong. I don't, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be misinforming people. It's like, no, it's like give out all the information and allow people to digest it for themselves. That's how it's always been. That's how, that's how studies work. That's how science work. That's how everything works. That's how the internet works. So I think this is kind of a strength more or less and not really a weakness, but I can see how he would think it's a weakness. I need to get him on the podcast and tell you guys like his point of view, tell you guys, cause it's like yin and yang. It's like me. I'm like the optimist mystic like self-deluded self-believing kind of connoisseur and he's the more like realistic kind of nihilistic person where he's like this is reality right and I'm like reality is belief and he's like no not really <laughs> it's like kind of funny it's kind of a yin and yang situation so I would love to get him on the pod let me know if you're tuning into the live if you want to see my brother hop on the pod let me know in the comments and if you're watching the replay on YouTube, you can let me know in the comments as well. But if you're watching on Spotify, then you can't let me know. DM me on Instagram. Let me know if you want to see Tony on the pod. But that leads me into my number three weakness, which is condescension towards people who don't have the same goals as me. Goals as me, And this is kind of the same thing as a tonality problem, right? It's like you can come off as condescending when you're coaching someone right or when you're trying to teach them and guys this is kind of funny because I never I always like my horror belief is that I was going to be like a gym teacher right and when you think about a gym teacher they're like the most condescending fucking dickheads of all time right they're like 
run around the track, right? Like uh, when you start walking, they're like, pick it up, pick it up. Or you get on your phone. They're like, put your phone away, start working. Right. And you're like, bro, you're fat as fuck. You're skinny, fat as shit. You're a gym teacher making like 40 K a year. Why the fuck are you telling me to do anything? And it's like, I can totally understand how you guys would feel the same way about me being someone who's just you know, an online fitness coach telling you, you should do this, telling you, you should do that. And you're like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, you don't know anything. You don't know anything about me. You don't know anything about my story. So why are you trying to judge me? Why are you trying to tell me to do this and tell me to do that? And so I a hundred percent agree with that weakness there where it's like, you need to be less condescending. You need to be more accepting towards other people's realities. You need to kind of see from multiple perspectives rather than just your own. And so this is something that I'm definitely going to work on my, 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 what is it? Condon, condescension my condescension of a tonality so my condescending tonality I definitely need to work on that because I never want to come off as someone that's arrogant or someone that thinks he knows it all which I know I come off of as a lot but here's the thing guys when you know a lot you come off to people that know a little as condescending it's like obviously you think I know a lot because you know a little and that sounds condescending in and of itself but it's unfortunately it's pretty true, right? If I spend my day learning and studying and reading studies and reading books and taking courses and watching mentorship courses and learning from people actually doing the thing, and then I go and have an argument with someone who sits at home watching Netflix all day and they call me arrogant and condescending, I'm going to be like, of course you think I'm arrogant and condescending. I literally know like way more than you do. So it's like, obviously you think I'm condescending because I'm just smarter than you. That's a fact. And so it's like, you know, there's kind of, there's this, there's this nuance going on, but I understand. I never want, even to someone who's less intelligent than me on the surface, I don't want to come off on, as condescending because again, people don't follow people that tell them what to do. They follow people who lead by example. So I don't want to come off as condescending. I just want to come off as a leader. I want to come off as someone who embodies his personality, embodies his goals, and always tells his truth. And that's why we had this little therapy session here today. And that brings me to the end of today's podcast. If you guys got any value, you should hit up some people that you know, like your hit up your dad, hit up your mom, hit up your best friend, hit up uh, your ex, but don't hit up your ex, hit up your girlfriend, hit up, uh, hit up people that are close to you and be like, yo, what's my top three strengths? And what's my top three weaknesses? Because you may be too close to the trees to be able to see the forest. So you need to get an outside perspective so that you can see like deep into your mind, what are your problems so that you can solve them, fix the holes, plug the holes and just become a better you because that's what it's all about getting 1% better every single day. And that's why we had this little therapy session here today. So I thank you guys for joining me. I thank you for coming in today on the pod. If you got any value or you think what I had to say was fun, cool, interesting, screenshot me, share it to Instagram stories, tag me at underscore Garrett Wolf, and I will reshare it to my story and send you a free gift. Other than that, guys, it has been your boy Garrett Wolf. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will see you all in the next podcast episode. Peace, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hopefully you got some value. If you did get value and you want to learn a little bit more about how you can go from skinny fat to fitness freak, just head over to my Instagram at underscore Garrett Wolf and DM me the word muscles and I'll reach out to you and see if I can help. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in today and I will see you all in the next episode. Peace, peace.